Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rampant Mumblings. Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? And I've got a very good excuse. For the last couple of weeks, I've been working over on the Mac in Forth show. I offered, Carl kindly accepted, and I've gone from being a guest to being a host. So please, please, please go and check out www. Do we even need to say that in this generation of internet? Anyway, macandforth.com, look at episodes 55 and 56, and believe me, we've discovered, discovered, discussed quite a wide range of topics, anything from Apple News, reviews, tech, rumours, Mrs. News Roundup, Guy's News Roundup, Worth a Tweet, Cycling, Cricket, and Doorbells. Or in a very, very interesting show that honestly is nothing like local radio so please head over to macandforth.com and check out there and also please leave some feedback because it is always good to hear back from you good listeners out there who've taken the time to download this show but not only this show probably many many other apple related podcasts as well so before we crack on with the main bulk of the show good news everyone Yes, I have a signboard very, very kindly donated to me by a friend of mine. This means I can actually, you know, start creating sound samples. So, for example, when it comes to the feedback, I can press a button and we get this. And hopefully, I might even be able to talk over the top of it as well. Now, that track there, that soundbite there, I should say, is quite apt because in my absence, there has been downloads, but it hasn't exactly been many reviews left for me in fact not even one so beaver blade who left the last review thank you very very much for doing so now if you've listened to my rampant mumblings for any period of time you know that i get easily frustrated at when technology gets in the way or when i'm asked to do something stupid like for example what i had to do last week was fill out a form now so the form gets emailed to me and the instructions were can you fill this form in You'll need to print it out, fill it in by pen, scan it and email back. And immediately I just went, no, 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 to quote the Gilmont. I mean, why? Why do I have to do it that way? I mean, we live in an age of technology where there's enough free tools on the internet to create a blinking PDF form. So anyway, the forming question came in on Friday. Now, Friday was a pretty damn stressful day as I was getting ready to go to London. And that's going to be the topic of my next podcast about using tech on the road. This was quite an important form because if I didn't fill in this form, I wasn't going to get paid. And it was a P60 PDF form, but none of the form fields are active. So you think, right, I'm going to load up preview and I'm going to try and edit it in there. No such luck. I could type or I could create a text box, type a character, put two spaces, type another character, put two spaces, but to be quite honest with you, that got very boring, very tedious, and just a complete faff within a matter of moments. So I got to thinking, right, how do I get around this? Then I remembered back on a podcast that I appeared on, the Not Another uh, Mac podcast with Kelly Gilmont, who works for Smile Software, and I realised I had a copy of PDF Pen for the Mac. And my God, this was a godsend. So all I had to do to go to fill out this form was load up the form, click tools, click find fields or something like that. And with a matter of moments, I had a form that I could fill in online. Not only could I fill it in using my Mac or my iPad or my iPhone, I could also sign it and then email it back. 
and it was brilliant. It's just a fantastic example of when technology works. The only reason I can think of is that we still do things in this tired, old, antiquated sort of way. It's because we get locked down in having to perform our job rather than looking at ways to make our job easier. I actually got called into a disciplinary twice in one of my previous jobs because I was trying to automate form filling and they said, it's pointless, we've done it this way, there's no need to change. And when I said, oh, so you've got a new car this year? And they went, yeah, what's that relevant? I said, well, the old car was good enough, why change that? Uh, that didn't go down too well in the structure of the meeting, but it's it's the same point. Now, I know that not many people out there are technology-based and you know they want to go and find out things like this, but that's my that's my key point here. I believe that if you want to do something, you really want to do something like make your life easier or for, like for me, make my life easier for filling in a form, you'll find a way to do it. It's like you want to drive a car. You will take lessons and you'll go out and look for the good drivers and you'll seek recommendations of the best driver or instructor out there to actually go ahead and make your life easier. And it's the same thing with forms. Now, the only thing I can think of is that the people that don't bother to like go down these avenues, and I know I'm speaking in a very sort of sense of standing on a high moral ground here because I can do it, not everyone can. But my point is, the people that often do these forms have no interest or impact on the other side of the people that they've, that have got to fill doing, like myself. So I'm just very, very lucky that the form that was from the government, thankfully, was easily readable by PDF Pen from Smile Software. And like I say, it was really, really good. It was one of those times where it was like, yes, it, it works. And I, yeah, some of the fields I had to tidy up, but all I had to do was click and drag across the fields, move them up to nudge them into the right place. And I ended up just doing that because it was so easy to make my form look better. Now, I was very lucky on this one because the P60 document we have here from the government is pretty well made and it's pretty well designed to be done online by PDF. But anyway, that's my recommendation of this podcast is PDF Pen by Smile Software. Hopefully they'll listen to this podcast and retweet it because it's a fantastic bit of software. Even though I've even used it on the iPhone to, in, a, in a pinch where, you know what it's like, you're out and about, somebody sends you an email, you've got to have this form back straight away. Can you sign it here? And it's like, mm, okay, how am I going to do that? Well, with PDF Pen, you can do exactly that. And I'm sounding like I'm doing a sponsored read now. So anyway, let's crack on and discuss the feedback. Well, I've already gone through this, but it's just an excuse to use my signboard yet again. And what I have learned in the Mac and Forth show episode 56 is don't use the key, don't use the signboard when people aren't necessarily in on the joke. If you want to know what I'm on about, there is a bit about when we're discussing a seven pound doorbell and I play crickets in the background. And I think the subtle nuance of crickets playing in the background may have got a little bit lost. And in application news, Latched has received its first public release. Latched is a social podcaster. So basically what you can do is you can record a podcast or a show, a thought, a musing, you know, like a thought of the day or anything like that and published it within the Latched ecosphere. People can then reply to it using their voice, which is great because it really does take away all that ambiguity of like, well, how did they mean that? You know, did they mean to... You know, be funny, unfunny, like be a bit of an arse or take it the wrong way. So by hearing people's voices, you can actually get an idea of how they mean things to sound. 
Now, on the Mac and Forth show, one of the people there, Mark Barton, brought up the fact, well, what's the point of that when you can do the same thing in Telegram, WhatsApp, and all the others? Well, that's a very good point. And what the thing that I can think about is that when you do a latched, it's available to anyone on that service, not just your friends. So if I do a, like a small podcast on there, I'm opening myself up to a new market, not just the people that are within that small group. And that really brings forward the whole social, social aspect to it. In other news, something that I'm really, really looking forward to is some content blocking software that should be coming to Safari in iOS 9. Now, this was the subject of one of my stories a while back about how iMore was 14 meg for a 500 word reply and it got bought down to 2 meg. So this is from the uh, murphyapps.co website. Crystal started as a little experiment to see how effective the content blocker built into iOS 9 could be. I wrote up my findings in a previous post and was overwhelmed when I saw it mentioned in sites I admire so much, such as Daring Fireball, The Loop and iMore. Hey, what? No mention of the rampant mumblings or EssentialMac.co.uk? The topic of content blocking as a whole has since been picked up by major news sites such as The Guardian, Wall Street Journal and The Verge. Would it be big-headed to of me to think that this was all sparked from my original post. Anyway, after thinking long and hard, I decided to make a content blocker for iOS 9 with the goal of making web browsing on the iPhone and iPad a great experience again by blocking third-party tracking scripts that slow down websites along with giant adverts that take away valuable screen space. This sounds absolutely brilliant and is exactly what we need. Now, I've had this argument and I've had this discussion between being sponsored, being not sponsored, me, personally, I'm more happy to have a site sponsor than I am to show normal adverts. I personally hate them, but right now they're a necessary evil, and I'm actually looking at doing periods when I'm going to go advert-free, especially when I have a new big new story to do. That sounds completely counterintuitive to what I should be doing, but hey, this is the internet, so give it a try. So if you want to be involved with this, you can see if you're lucky enough to get accepted onto the beta by heading over to murphyapps.co which is M-U-R-P-H-Y-A-P-P-S dot C-O. Well, I think that about covers it for this episode of the Rampant Mumblings. Again, just a recap, please go and check me out over on the Mac and Forth show, www.macandforth.com, episodes 55 and 56. And subscribe to that show as well, because you know what? It's a damn fine show. As always, you can count my, you can catch my writings, reviews, ramblings, and everything else on the EssentialMac.co.uk website. And you know what? I might even hold a competition. If you could recommend a decent WordPress, WordPress, WordPress-based theme for me, then I might be able to chuck some software and a goodie bag your way because I know the site is looking a little bit old at the moment. I'm also available on the Twitter at Ocean Speed. And of course, you can catch this podcast that you're listening to on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and now, hopefully after today, YouTube. Yep, I'm going to give that a go and see what happens. So once again, thank you very, very much for listening. And if you've enjoyed the show, please let other people know. Follow me on the Twitter. And if you can see a way to do it, leave some feedback on iTunes. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you again soon. Probably tomorrow. Cheerio.